0: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask somebody. somebody.
1: Hat yeah. on, hat on, suit, suit on, on. looking like the top of the dog, giving a mug Just like the no million money. bucks, <laughs> bust things in its cuffs. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me,
0: who could it be? But Steve
1: Harvey, oh yeah. my god.
0: Put mm. your hands together for Steve Harvey Put your hands and together We're oh, girl to oh, Steve Harvey oh, 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 so Why don't you oh, join yeah, yeah, me Yeah, yeah.
2: Do your thing, Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Oh yeah, man. Got a radio show. Do you understand that? I'm telling you. God been big in my life. I'm not gonna kid you. I'm telling you, and he'll do the same thing for you. God God is a gentleman. You know, I, I wanna I wanna point that out to you. God is an absolute gentleman. He will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, come see about me, he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So always say to people this. If you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have. I I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's gonna happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes son, when you ain't, ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just, is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea It's just the thought that something could change for me. That something could be a little bit different for me. That maybe, man, just maybe, for some reason, I could be saved. I could be rescued. Things could turn around. It could head in the other direction. Maybe I could quit messing up. Maybe somebody will forgive me. Maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know. But I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then, Once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more, and you just don't know what to do next, she said, Stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, Because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, If you pray just hoping, she's saying, If God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She's saying, You start believing. She's saying that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, the ability to believe in something that you can't see. But the key though to faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say, oftentimes I tell a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. But just from my side of it, being as real as I can be be with you. See, hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key to my entire existence, even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, a lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? Uh, And then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? How much do you believe in the things you can't see? How much do you believe in the impossible? How much do you believe? See, because f- faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Faith is is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just, oftentimes, if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just, a lot of people think blessings is money. Uh, No, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. You know, some, somebody say, hey, man, I don't know, but I sent this to you. I thought you might be interested in it. Somebody will send me a scripture or somebody will send me something. That's favor. And it always comes at a time when I need it the most. That's favor. That's pouring out blessings. Now, I'm also the recipient of a lot of other blessings, too. You know, I, I've been blessed with health. That's amazing blessing, man. I've been blessed with a spirit of not quitting. I've been blessed with the ability to shoulder huge amounts of responsibility. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do, and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be, You'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. If you're sitting in the cell this morning, why why would you not change? You have a chance to turn your life around with a relationship with God. What you waiting on? Are you going to just keep doing it like that, huh? Really? Come on, man. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life? so you can get to where he wants you to be. God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived for the beginning of a new day, a new week, a new show. So I ain't no need holding it off because it is upon us as we speak. The time we are talking about is called Rat right Now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show about to pop off. Rat right Now. Shirley Strawberry.
4: Good morning, Rat right Now. Is that right? Yeah. I got it right. That's close. Right You're
2: now. not going to get it right. You're too yeah, budging. I got it. Junior. Rat right
0: Now. Morning.
2: Carla Pharrell. Rat
0: right
2: Now. How about that one? <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Rat right. Now. R e t t, R-E-T. All right, now Shirley, yeah. let's try it again.
4: Okay. Good morning, rat right Now, I mean, no, no. Okay. you drug <laughs> it one out too. This is it. Try okay, it. let me think. This is, I feel R- like Tommy with his it. W's right now. Good morning, <laughs> good morning, right. The? There, now, hi. Wow. Shirley, there's no G in it. Right it's no G,
2: Shirley. It's no G. Rat
4: now. Like R A T, like rat. Yeah. Okay, try oh, okay. that, if that'll help. Okay. That's yeah, it that helps for. my mind. It does. Okay, good morning, rat now. There you
2: go. Took too big of a
4: pause. What? I mean, that's <laughs> all you going that's the best.
2: You <laughs> yeah, I think get. it is. ladies well, really generally. tried on that one. Yeah, I let's try You well. know, the bougie like person surely. on the show. <laughs> it's hard, hard to work with bougie people, it really is. Man.
3: <laughs> Whatever, I'm man. so
2: glad show. God gave me the career he gave me, because I would not have made it in corporate America. It just ain't no way. I've been sitting up in the meetings, man. Because when I worked, I was sold insurance, man. We used to be in meetings. I'd just be sitting there. My head just be to the side. Why? What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't care about this. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go over the company results for the quarter. (laughs) Uh-huh. It, it ain't my company. Uh-uh. <laughs> Dog, so, so you wasting you your. You was time. working
5: in corporate. You was difficult then,
2: too. Huh? Dog, it didn't. That didn't make no difference to me, man. What what the company did for the quarter, man. Where's my damn check?
4: Oh, no. I hate I did hate meetings
2: like that, though. Man, I, I sold meetings. this much insurance. Man, can I have my money? how, how much do I get?
4: Yeah. <laughs> that's all you were it cared about. You're that's funny, all you Steve.
2: wanted to know. <laughs> man, I cannot know how well the company doing. What my check, man?
0: <laughs> he
4: saying ain't my
2: company. Should <laughs> <laughs> have And dog, this this ain't even my life.
4: Yeah. <laughs> is that when you turned the table over or something? Oh yeah, that's
2: that wasn't work? gonna work. I had uh-huh. sold. I had man, I had ordered a seventy eight cutlass. Uh
4: huh. <laughs>
2: my commission was gonna. I was gonna. Be able to get that cutlass. Yeah,
4: I went to the people's it.
2: house three times. The lady said, "This is great. I just want you to meet my husband." I explained that to this white dude. He said, "That's yeah, great. We're not gonna get it." <laughs> so I had lost. bought the white steering wheel wrap <laughs> for my cutlass. That's all I had the money for. <laughs> he said, now, "We're not gonna get it," and made me understood. Running. I stood up at that kitchen table and turned that little table over. <laughs> I got to work the next day. Everybody was fired. looking at me when I walked in. Gone. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. So fired.
4: Aw, you had to give your cutlass back. Coming up in 31 minutes after uh, the hour, ask the CLO right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, guys, it is time. Anything else anybody wanted to say about their weekend? Because.
2: <laughs> nah, we ready. It's time
4: to ask the (laughs) CLO. All right, this one is from uh, Deshala. Uh, she listens on our podcast. She says, I have three children and my husband told me he wants me to get back to the sexy woman that he married. With th- three children under 10, there's no time to be sexy. I usually throw on a wig or a hat when I leave the house. My husband hates that I love wearing sweats and shirt dresses because the clothes cover up my great figure. I couldn't care less. I had finally had enough of his criticism, so I lit into him and it started a big argument. He said he he was only telling me that for my own good. I feel like he's out of line. But should I consider his opinion? Am I being too defensive?
2: Well, I think I he could have, have approached it maybe a little bit differently. I think he has every right to want more from you, but then you have every right to not be able to give more. You didn't gave three children. I mean, damn, that's a big To have three children is a lot. I just don't think the average man knows what that is, how taxing it is. And then to be a real mother is to care about every aspect of the child's life, which men don't. Sorry, but we don't. And so, yeah, I want you to get back to that little sexy being you was. Well, then he got to start helping out.
4: That's right. You
2: know? You, you got to get somebody in here that can clean and somebody in here that can cook. That'll free up a lot of time. Then you need somebody here to help with this damn homework. That'll free up some more time. Then you need somebody to take them to all these little games and practices and after school's <laughs> activities. See, then she have time. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. three kids under 10, so you should consider what he's doing, but you got to explain to him what all you do. Mm-hmm. And if he don't get that, then you should have him take over the duties that you're doing, all of them, so he can get a glimpse of it.
4: Yeah. Great answer. I love that answer. So uh, oh. And it was, yeah, it's all in your delivery sometimes. Come all on. right. Oh. Frida in DC says I'm a 34 year old single woman, and I'm attracted to a man that is a little overweight. We hang out together and flirt, but when he talks about us dating, I get scared because of his weight and what people might say. I like bigger men, but my mother and my sister are very judgmental. Uh, I, would have to be, I, I would hate to be embarrassed on a date if someone stares at us or makes a rude comment. Should I follow my heart even if I have doubts about this guy?
2: Yeah, you hmm. should follow your heart, but let me ask you a question though. How big is his ass?
4: <laughs> See, abs? I knew it. See, I knew you know, it.
2: Because you're talking Don't about people looking shit. at you she embarrassed.
4: Said a little overweight.
2: Right, well, she but said. she says she likes bigger men. How much yeah. bigger we talking? And but really, if that's what you like, mm-hmm. then the heck with your mama and your sister. Yeah. She's he so might 24. be a great guy, treat you really, really wonderful. But now it's gonna be something come with the weight now. Like mm. what?
4: Like you a know, lot of cooking? Like
2: you know, like, you got to think about, you know, sleeping and, you know, waking up and, you know, rolling over. And then, you know, like, he be I laying cannot. there and then you fall in that crease. And then he forget you there and he roll over and your <laughs> ass is smothering. Dave. It's a lot of stuff right here. With some snoring in his weight. <laughs> yeah, you know, them big people got, people got to people snore. Skinny people snore, too. But when you got that weight on you, you really going to
3: snore.
2: <laughs> you know, so. I, but, but if I was you, I'd guy. go on and date yeah. the guy. He might be a great guy. You can get him to lose weight. You can get a man to lose weight. You can't turn a a nothing dude into a great guy, though. So if you got a great guy, help him with the flaw, you know?
4: That's a great point. You should say that again.
2: Well, I mean, it's real simple. You can take a guy with a flaw. You can help him with his flaw. You Mm -hmm. can't turn a nothing guy into a great man. But you can take a great man with a flaw and help him with the flaw. Mm -hmm. You can get him to eat right. Tell him you love him more. Why don't you put the proposal to him? Why don't you say, hey, look, I'd love to consider taking this, but I really want you to be healthy because mm-hmm. I don't want to fall in love with a man that's not going to be here. So let's start dating, but I want you to actively work on eating better because I want to be healthy. I want to live a long life. If you present that to a man, he'll go, whoa, wait a minute. I get this chick if I just start eating uh, baked chicken instead of fried chicken? Mm-hmm.
4: Because she says she's attracted to
2: him. Yeah. He's just a big sexy right now. That's a great red big, big old thing. <laughs> and that's a
4: direct obvious from,
2: from, from little sexy. <laughs>
4: she, she did not say all of that.
2: He a he red big, big,
1: big old man. Had, no, no, no. Had, How
4: did you get all of that out of a little overweight?
2: Oh, that's <laughs> a no, red she worried big about what people going to say when they see see him with each other.
4: No.
2: That's what it is. That's embarrassing. That's that's That's... That's embarrassment Mm. (laughs) fat.
4: There's no such thing, is there? Yeah, it is. (laughs) What? Yeah, true. All right, we're moving on. Did you say all you needed to say? He's a little overweight. All right.
2: Great
1: big old man. (laughs)
4: You know my mother used to say that. Mm -hmm. James, in a small town, that's it, just in a small town, says, I'm a 27-year-old man and I had an ugly breakup with a woman I dated for three years. I cheated on her a few times and she broke up with me. Since then, she's told everybody that I'm terrible in the bedroom and I'm the tiniest man she's ever been with. I feel like every girl has heard the rumor and I know for sure all of my boys have. My uncle said when he was young, one of his friends was called tiny because his wife told everyone in town that he was tiny. Uh, How can I stop this before it gets worse?
2: Yeah, yeah, you got to move, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: yeah. got to leave yeah. Yeah. small yeah. town. You got to get another out of there. small yeah.
2: town. Yeah, you're not finna fix that. You need to get up into a big city. You need to go from small <laughs> right. town to big city. <laughs> Blend Your in. reputation is gone. You ain't ever getting it back. You ain't ever getting it back. The only he way you can get cheating. it back, you ain't you ain't gonna be able to do that.
3: That's what he gets for cheating. Uh, you got to
2: release photos online. Photoshopped, oh, oh, edited photos receipts. of yourself, you know. biker oh. shorts with big prints in it. That's what you're going to have to do.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. You got to move to Atlanta, homie.
4: <laughs> 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 ATL. All right, CLO, thank you so much. Great as usual. Coming up next, church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're
3: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, Ms. Anna standing by with today's national news, plus an entertainment news, uh, Carlos music news, and did you guys check out the multi-part series Genius Aretha starring Cynthia Erivo? Well, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, and we'll also have today's entertainment news. But right now, it's Monday, and it's time for church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam in the building.
2: God, you go again. Monday morning mm-hmm. brings about a uh, vividness mm. of mm. virtuosity yes,
4: it does.
2: and complaints.
3: Amen. Oh, we <laughs> gather
2: <laughs> uh, in a most gregarious way yeah. mm. to per- perpetuate. Mm uh some of the things that are being uh abstinized hell at the That's jackpot joint of a room of oh jackpot joint of Jerusalem here is the uh bipartisans of what? essence of complaints that is bringing them now none other than the barbituate himself.
6: What? <laughs> i don't so like who? i don't Did i don't like that? Say that i don't the like that
2: barbiturate himself
4: okay i deacon see what you're trying Def to damn. do now i see what you're trying to do donate on his Man. vocabulary deacon
3: but <laughs> you
6: you saw what he was doing it's to play on what he uh-huh. I, it's
4: strong yeah. his vocabulary is
6: strong let's it, get it, down it. to it because a lot of these uh complaints this morning uh, that have been sent in are about you. Yes, uh, as,
2: as usual.
6: It's come to our attention that your church has got a big stimulus check. What do you plan on doing with it?
2: Well, we're going to stimulate the church with it.
6: What does that mean?
2: Well, we're tired of looking like the Poet's church in the city.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So we're going to start by parking a new vehicle in front of the church.
6: And where would that Amen. new vehicle Amen. be coming from?
2: Didn't I just did tell you that you was getting a large stimulus check for the church?
6: For the church.
2: The right. church is going to purchase a new vehicle. So it'll start with the outward appearance that we got more going on inside than it actually is. And mm-hmm. who would be driving this car? Uh, I will.
0: Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, Pastor. Oh, Amen again. Preach, Pastor. That's
2: Preach. for starters with the stimulus oh, check. Buying a
0: car
6: with the church. Man,
2: and then if there's any money left, we're going to buy at least half the choir new robes.
6: New robes. Half. half. Everybody ain't going to
2: get one. They, they, Girl, they, we're going to have a choir with
6: robes on and the other half we ain't going to have none
2: that's what you well, well, hell, they have singings.
7: So. <laughs> you wrong for that?
6: Let's <laughs> okay. uh, move along here. Uh, we also found out that you have been uh, having after-hour parties while the church has been closed. We need to know that we also found out that you was also charging an admission. How much money have you made with these after-hour
2: parties? I have been opening up the church for after-hour sessions. With a cover charge, and all the money is going towards the building fund.
5: Oh, oh Amen. so.
6: really.
4: Amen. Amen. Okay.
6: That's the, you. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're not gonna be able to look me in my face and think I'm gonna believe that. Now yeah. you're trying to tell me you didn't you didn't got this money. You've been mm-hmm. making this money. Didn't nobody know you was doing this. And mm-hmm. what do you mean sessions? What is a session?
2: What's an it's hour not hour session? parties. I'm doing after-hour counseling for wayward and bereaved people
6: who don't don't uh,
2: come to church.
6: No, they say it's music blasting and people are partying in there.
2: You got to get them in here some kind of way. (laughs) Now, the church is for the sick, and the best way to get sick people is have a club. Mm -hmm. You might not be seeking him, but he sure is looking for you. Mm. Mm. Preach yeah. on
3: now. Yeah. Next Preach deacon. On. You had to amen you had yourself. 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 All amen. Right. Oh,
2: y'all, yes, sir. <laughs> oh.
6: Amen.
3: Hooray.
6: Right. Uh, they want you to talk to uh, Sister Tanya Giles. Now, the lady, Sister Tanya just had a set of twins about two weeks ago. We want to congratulate her. But I guess due to the situation that we, were, that we are in, she named these twins Kovadeen and Vaccinine, I and mean, no. you really need to talk to her. Kovadeen <laughs> and vax and Vaccinine, and, and, and it's just bad, past And we want you to talk. Maybe are going to leave
2: these babies' names uh, as they is. Uh, women have found various levels of inspiration when they have children. Uh, that's the birth of uh, Lexus Mercedes, uh, Sister Geraldine lexus and mercedes because she always wanted a high-end automobile and didn't get it but she got the two children so that's Um, what the inspiration was so
6: but COVID
2: and vaccine is gonna have to stay uh brother patterson had two boys last week and he named one of them pfizer and the other one, Moderna.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, it's
2: all so it's together. here, Pastor. It's, it is what it is, now. Yeah. You know.
6: All right, Pastor, I'm not gonna there you on that. There's another lady
2: that had another church uh had a boy and girl twins and one of them is named Venta and the other one was Later.
0: Okay. <laughs>
6: Venta and Later, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh? Roll for that all right um uh, brother leonard davis he needs our help <clears throat> he uh he dyed his beard and then he put his mask on too early now the mask is one other to the thing
2: beard. uh i had one other set of twins that was born
6: and Who was uh,
2: they're not identical either and they it's just names is going crazy there's a set of twins in uh, Brunswick, Georgia, and their names is uh, Pandemic and Quarantine. No <laughs> How did
3: Senatimus? I know that was it? <laughs> Pandemic <laughs> and
2: Quarantine. Set of twins. Pandemic <laughs> and Quarantine.
6: Now, these are uh, male or female with, uh, babies.
2: I didn't know, but they're not identical. So <laughs> they their call names P didn't have Q. to <laughs> rhyme. Yeah, P and yeah. Q. P and Q. You're like that's always been saying, always mind your P's and Q's.
6: Yes. Mm.
4: Hey, man, who are you preaching Quarantine.
6: that? <laughs> Dropping knowledge.
2: <laughs> yes, sir.
6: All right. Let me know what you want to do with our brother. Like I said, brother Leonard Davis dyed his beard and got his mask stuck on it, and now it won't come off. And he is he can't eat nothing or nothing because the mask is stuck to his face. So how do you want to help this man?
2: Well, uh. That's terrible. That could also be a good lesson for one of our letters that we had on the CLO. She's dating a heavy man and she's embarrassed by him. <laughs> Maybe if she put a mask on his face, his fat ass could trim up. Because that's a good weight loss program, and especially if you put the mask on with Gorilla Glue. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, thank you, <laughs> Pastor. Well, thank you. you. Those complaints. complain. Uh,
3: <laughs> Glory. <go red. laughs>
4: Coming up at the top of the hour: Hot. entertainment and national news. Right after this,
3: you're listening <laughs> to the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show.
4: In today's entertainment news, first Carla. Um, Carla's in here with today's music news. I'm so excited about this. Go ahead, Carla. <laughs> All right, drum roll, please, Dave.
0: Steve Harvey, huh? the next versus battle is set. Uh-uh. Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> what? Look at his face. Uh-huh. Versus uh-huh. the Isley Brothers oh, <laughs> on Easter Sunday, April what? 4th. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Pull yourself together.
2: That's gonna you build got government. to be lying.
0: No. <laughs> Girl, what? Earth, Wind & Fire versus the Isley Brothers. April 4th, Easter Sunday. Are You the first this person is, I thought about. <laughs>
2: this is this only the second... Battle that I didn't even gave a damn about. (laughs) Gladys and Patty killed it, uh crushed
0: it. uh (laughs)
2: Did you say?
0: Yes, you heard
2: me. Erwin and Fire, yes, sir, versus the damn Isley Brothers.
0: I did. I said that April fourth. You
2: talking about the Isley Brothers? That has twenty-three <laughs> platinum albums. The very one. <laughs> you talk about one. that damn living legend himself, Ronald Osley. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.
2: Who was a personal friend of mine.
0: Yes, sir.
2: <laughs> <laughs> against about? the greatest damn group ever formed. Yes. <laughs> the elements
0: of yeah. the universe. Earth.
2: Yes, sir. When and for, I I know about what. What? How you think the battle ought to go? <laughs> Shirley, name yeah. name 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 a song by any of them, and I'm gonna tell you what they're gonna come back with. Uh,
4: let's see. Um, okay. Between the sheets, Isley Brothers.
2: Between the mm. sheets. Uh huh. Love's holiday.
4: Oh. Okay.
0: okay. Footsteps All in right. the dark.
2: Footsteps in the dark. Can't hide love
0: okay make, make me say it again girl
2: make me say it again girl reasons
4: <laughs> wow. okay uh, i mean okay. right that there ass is battling yeah, yes that,
2: that's the battle yes. right
4: there that is pick up battle.
2: the pace a little bit what
4: you want okay groove tonight let's groove tonight Earth, wind, and i want to Groove. No, let's
2: groove tonight. No, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah,
4: that's Earth, what Wind, she and sing. Fire.
2: Oh, I thought you was talking about the Isaac brothers. With, I want to
4: groove <laughs> with <laughs> you. September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, wow. Sept-
2: Fight the earth, power.
4: Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, okay, it's,
2: this it's battle is going to be, gonna be yeah. ugly. There will be no winner in this versus. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, that's really shocking.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Because the Isley Brothers hits.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You're not going to be able to shut them down.
0: No. It's going to be one.
2: Who's that lady? Fine lady. They got... they. It's a good I, I'm gonna land. just be on it. I'm I'm going to the verses. Where? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I ought to fly in for that and be sitting there. Atlanta. With one of my old ass suits on. I'm
0: going to would... go
2: in there and be dressed like uh uh uh, uh, uh Bruno
8: Mars and uh Anderson Pack. Well, nah. uh, we do have to Thank go to Miss Ann Ladies right
4: and now.
2: gentlemen, Miss Ann trip. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I want to watch that one, too. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrup with the News. Thousands of people demonstrated against anti-Asian violence over the weekend in cities across the country. There are also some Black and Asian anti-racism rallies in several cities, including New York City. Meanwhile, FBI Director Chris Ray says that from where he sits, it doesn't seem like the killings of eight people in three Atlanta-area massage parlors were racially motivated, even though all but two of the victims were Asian women and another victim was Hispanic. However, Illinois Democratic Senator Tammy Duckworth, one of the only two Asian members in the Congress, says on CBS's Face the Nation, she sees things differently. It looks racially motivated to me. I have actually sent a letter to Director Ray and to um, Attorney General Garland asking for a
4: deeper investigation into crimes that involve Asian Americans to see how many crimes
8: have actually been underreported as hate crimes. And U.S. Attorney Merrick Garland says his office is looking into that. Miami Beach remains under a state of emergency, as authorities say that spring break crowds have been cramming the beaches, trashing some restaurant property, and in violation of the Miami Beach's emergency 8 p.m. to 6 6 a.m. curfew. All this on the heels of the state of Florida's decision to lift all COVID-19 restrictions, including mask wearing. City officials have been urging tourists and hotel guests to stay indoors, especially in the evening. However, the Miami-Dade Black Affairs Advisory Committee has pointed to what they say has been an unnecessary overuse of force against people of color down there. Cops using a SWAT truck and pepper balls and sound cannons instead of employing simple crowd control techniques. In fact, 1,000 people have been arrested in Miami Beach for disorderly conduct. The Chicago suburb of Evanston, Illinois, about to become the first U.S. city to offer pay reparations to black residents whose families suffered lasting damages due to decades of racial discriminatory practices in Evanston, from home ownership to business ownership. The Evanston City Council already committed to $10 million to the effort to vote later on today to begin doling out $400,000 in payments. And finally, some new research looks a little kooky when you first hear it. So here goes. Researchers say that if you sleep easier... You will sleep easier, and this is the crazy part, if you worry about caffeine keeping you up. I I don't know. The guy sounds pretty drowsy there. According to a new study, regular caffeine consumption does not actually disrupt sleep, uh, but consuming caffeine, even for a short period of time, can actually change the volume of cognitive gray matter. All this stuff means that you might actually go to uh, sleep. Now, back to the Steve Harvey mornings.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show.
4: I've been waiting. It's been more than a week or so. Our resident poet is back with a brand oh, oh, new poem. Oh. It is springtime. Let us is. have it, Junior. What
5: you it got? Is. It is the first day of spring. Sure, uh-huh. you're absolutely right. I wrote a poem, By Spring. Yes! But, uh, but uh, before we get to the poem, I would like to wish J. Anthony Brown a happy birthday. He's not Happy birthday. Today. Happy yeah, birthday, J. Uh, J. Anthony but, uh, Brown. We love just you. Just want to say happy birthday, birthday J. I'm thinking about it. Thank you for being my writing partner. I appreciate you, J, and I love you. And uh, uh-huh. this poem here is First Day of Spring. So what Jay, about, about
2: 79?
5: <laughs> Jay is, is damn near out of here. <laughs> no,
4: <laughs> stop. <laughs> He's a year older. <laughs> That's
5: all I can think of. But, um, you know, surely it is the first day of spring. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a poem and it's called First Day of Spring. Oh, <laughs> genius. That's what I got. Wow. Yeah, Surely It be deep. It, co- it, come at, it come and go. It come and go. Yeah. So you got to get it. So here it go. First day of spring. <clears throat> it's the first day of spring. Ringy ding ding. <laughs> time to go outside and hear the robin sing with your mask on. Plant some flowers. Go to the lake. But whatever you do, keep your mask on. For goodness sake, it's time for short sleeves and dresses. And fat biker vests because that's gonna come out in the spring. So, the first day of spring, ring a go outside, hit a robin scene with your mask on. The end, got it what? what killed it? Wow, Whoa. wow, got it. Wow. Spring is here, baby. It. Wow, it. I'm talking I'm speechless. about don't, I'm talking about making the announcement. Spring here, got it. <laughs>
3: I'm did speechless. That.
5: What did you I hear the ring a ding ding? Throw that in there, just let you know that rhyme with yeah. spring. Yeah, the that's because it rhyme was spring, vest. Carla. That's the only reason why I put it in there because the rhyme was uh, spring. Ring a ding ding,
4: uh, uh, did it just like that? What? Well, a names. critic, junior of your poetry, normally, uh, but what was the fat biker vest? I think. Yeah, that. I, I
5: think about it because you know you had think about people dressing up, you know, short sleeves and dresses and uh-huh. fat biker vests because you gonna see a lot of that this summer. Vessus, yeah, you sit like that. It's prank. That, Yeah, that, that biker. Vessus. Vessus. You know, like the vests, They don't fit Vessus. on the bike. Vessels
1: is more than one. Okay. Vessels, but you, gonna no, be you talking no, about
5: Tyler the motorcycle
2: riders?
3: Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: so
3: yeah fat biker. You, you the, Yeah.
4: Oh, you, it's just Yeah, yeah. Vest. You talking
2: about? Uh uh There's more than one. Shirley, everybody has.
4: There's X's on it. shit Fat
5: biker. vessis. That's, you couldn't even say it right now. You couldn't get it. I don't even know why. I even do y'all have
2: vests in here?
5: <laughs> because
2: you want to make sure they have a variety. variety. You don't go in the store and say, Do you have vests?
5: No, yes, you now, do. just one. No. I
2: want to see the
1: vests.
5: Hey, where the vests Y'all got the vests? That's the
3: worst everyone one on the show, ever. but Carla.
5: Everyone got it. Carla. The How
1: questions. long have you been poeting, man?
5: About mm. six months now, time since <laughs> pandemic started. Wow, okay. here.
4: All right, well, uh, thank you, Junior. rick a ding ding. Got it. <laughs> Coming up in 34 <laughs> minutes after the hour. Anita Baker uh, is in the news. She's asking her fans not to buy her music, and we'll tell you why right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, there's a lot of trending music news today. Uh, did you guys hear that Anita Baker has asked her fans not to buy her music? Uh, Because she's in a battle with her record company for her master's, okay? Anita has posted a number of tweets stating that uh, she has outlived her contract and that her master's Uh, those are the ones that she rightfully owns, are not in her possession. According to Yahoo.com, music experts are saying that Anita Baker is referencing the copyright reversion, which allows musicians to retain their copyrights after 35 years. But some say that law doesn't mean that reversion is immediate or automatic. Well, Anita Baker is 63 years old, and she says the time is up. Until she regains those copyrights, she is asking her fans to avoid buying these albums, listen carefully, The Songstress, Rapture, and Compositions. Uh, Those albums include songs like, and these were hits, Sweet Love, Caught Up in the Rapture, and Giving You the Best That I Got. All of which Anita Baker co-wrote. Okay, Ooh, she, Lord all right, jeez. yeah, all <laughs> the jams, yeah, <laughs> all the fire jams. Uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I
2: yeah. Look back <gasps> on all those good times. Need a boost? Yes.
4: So you know, and I am mean, have been Anita. blind
2: just to think I. Find someone new
4: Sing it that me. could
2: love me
3: better than you. Oh, <laughs> look at his lips
4: though <laughs> when he goes from, down so deep. deep.
2: Girl, Ooh,
4: Ooh. Nita Baker ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, yeah.
2: who, who would, who, who, could battle Nita? It had to be a Nita Baker versus <laughs> yep. Shaw
0: day
4: Oh, oh, Sade. Sade.
0: Sade, oh, Sade got hits, oh, yeah. Anita got they hit. Both they, both. they both yes. do. They both do. man. you talking about somebody that would pass out me. <laughs>
4: Sade. 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 Oh, Lord. oh, Lord. Anita. All right. Well. So, so please, you know, don't go, don't buy those until, you know, she resolves this issue with her record company. Now, on a whole nother note, Steve, um, Anita Baker agrees with you and posted on Twitter that she, um, that the uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson .Paak song, uh, Leave the Door Open, that is an old school love song. Same thing you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Everybody's feeling that song, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if
2: man. you would listen to the Dales, Door Ooh. to your heart, heart.
4: Uh-huh.
2: to swing open.
1: <laughs>
4: You're so good at like
3: that. <laughs> he
1: always closes <laughs> eyes and really. on oh, in. Get into
4: it, Tommy. <laughs>
5: it's like he's performing right now. <laughs>
3: Where
4: you be please, in your mind? Where you be? At? This we have to post this. <laughs> Steve, come on, <laughs> get it together. Finish yeah. singing. They we can do just all have dead air. Do you know air. the song? Yes. From you, I, I know
2: it I from you, from the Del song. On a so cover.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that. Oh,
2: <laughs> the shame. I know a lot of the
4: Del song, but yeah.
2: In the basement, <laughs> in the dark, oh, uh, anywhere. Might. See the if there's a place for me In, in your heart <laughs> lay ay yeah.
3: uh-uh. don't,
2: don't pass out anymore.
3: In the cupboard Come on, Steve On a shelf
2: <laughs> Why? In the basement <laughs> yeah. In the heart
0: Food. <laughs> On no, hook,
2: Look, look at his hands yeah. behind looking,
0: the door. <laughs> oh,
3: his hand that is like Bobby the instrument.
4: You know uh-huh. <laughs> On the floor, <laughs> baby, 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 baby. Just sing, sing us out, Steve. Sing <laughs> us out.
1: Oh, that boy want to sing Frank so phone call
4: up next. Sing us out, Steve. <laughs> and oh, love me,
3: baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening listen, to the listen, Steve Harvey listen. Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, am I in an open relationship? Mm. Mm. We'll mm. Find, find out in a little bit. Um, but right, not right now. Right now, it's the nephew's turn. He's here with the prank phone call. What you got, nephew? for us? No a
1: hair weed. Oh. No hair weeps. Okay. Just saying oh. no hair weeps. Okay. Let's go,
9: kiddo. Hello? Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa, d- This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron, d- from the job. How are you?
7: I'm okay. How are
9: you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning. And we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just uh, giving you a call, letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay?
7: Okay, there's no problem. I've got a few minutes to listen.
9: Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal internet at the job any longer. You won't be able. They're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been uh, that's been available here in the past. Okay. Okay. All right. The last one is, uh, Risa. Do you um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay, well, here's one thing, I, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair.
7: You're joking. Uh,
9: no, these are the uh, issues that are going to be, that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock.
7: What does hair weave have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand, punching in. And being on the Internet, yes, that's something that, that corporate. But hair weave and wigs,
9: uh, you're I, getting into changing people's the appearance. I are, are, they're looking down upon it. Uh, wigs and hair weaves, they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest uh, for me that you easily. start taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow.
7: I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years, and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no way that I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron?
9: Uh, yes, my name is Byron. And, um, I'm sorry. All right, let's get back to your weave. This has You're going to have to do something. Is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow?
7: No, my weave costs over two, $300, and I'm not about to take that down. I mean... It takes a long time to take that down.
9: Okay. uh, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property.
7: And how will you know if someone has a weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? There's some...
9: Uh, Okay. Ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it. But by you telling me that you, you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirm that you do and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one
7: but you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave you heard how much I pay for it so it's a good weave
9: ma'am it's not about how good you know the quality of your weave or anything they don't want it they want natural hair I don't know what that means but they're going natural they're going green they're going natural I don't know what it is they're going natural and so are you tomorrow morning you need to come in with your hair completely down Okay. I we, won't do we... it. I'm
7: not taking my weave down.
9: Okay. Then, then, what is that? Y'all going to write you... me up or something? Okay, ma'am. Do you not want your job?
7: Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You're talking about personal appearance. I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But t- but uh, telling somebody to change their c- hair? you lost your mind, man. You're crazy.
9: Ma'am, I'm not going to... I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is... Get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow, and let's not go back and forth anymore. Okay?
7: Well, listen, Byron, you're a lost mind if you thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair, and I'm gonna sit down at my desk and do my job. Y'all gonna have to drag me out that behind some weave. You're a lost your mind. You and your powers that be or whoever they may be, you tell them that I said that.
9: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, listen, are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? You,
7: right? That's what I just said. Okay, you call okay. me at home Are you, are you, are you, are you?
9: Then, then, we need, to, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in? Because you may as well pack your stuff. The, I'm not, you bring the. Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you, get your stuff and box it up. And you're losing your job because you can't take well, your. You know your hair what?
7: Down. You can do that because I'm going to call the, the news station and tell them you're dragging me out of the. Or behind some. weeds. Who wrong? You wrong. You wrong. You stupid. behind
9: weed. Are You gonna, You need to watch your language, young lady.
7: Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my
9: phone. OK, can I say what I want on my phone and then I'll let you go and you can come in to, to work any way you want to tomorrow.
7: What is it, Byron? What else you got to say? I want to tell I'm you this. up.
9: I want to tell you that your girlfriend Jennifer at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What he <laughs> <you> just said? <laughs> I know you. <laughs> hey, Reese, this is this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jennifer, your coworker got me to prank oh, phone call you. You got my
7: blood pressure up. I'm gonna kill that. <laughs> Tomorrow, and I'm going to pull her weave out. You you want to come down there and watch me drag her
9: out
7: of the job?
9: I'm mad. She wrong for
7: this I, you know I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. I, that's my money I can be spent on my kids.
9: Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman and her hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, baby, I got one more thing to ask you, girl. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land?
7: Well, after this prank, it has to be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. God, it,
4: it has to be. It, it has, has to, to be, be. After this prank, yeah. <laughs> serious about that head, baby. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> you are gonna have to drag me out. Mm-hmm. Straight mm-hmm. up bow mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Play too much Tommy.
1: I am not my hair.
4: You know? <laughs> that's no. right. That's that's what she said.
1: <laughs> April 2nd. Y'all got to come check me out. April 2nd on the OWN Network. Ready to love is back with a brand new season. Season 4 at 9, 8 Central. You don't want to miss it. 20 singles looking for love. And, of course, Nephew Tommy, the host, will navigate you through another season where you will be just, oh, my God. You're going to be blown away. I got surprise after surprise after surprise. Uh,
3: what are I got are the i got surprises?
1: throwing up. You just don't want to miss this, okay? That's yeah. April 2nd. Yeah. April 16th through the 18th, it's the Star Dome. The food comes out. That's right. Then I'm sexy sometimes, then I'm food sometimes. Yeah. sexy, then food. You know, I, I, I know yeah. how to mix that thing up. Yeah, All right? Yeah, April 16th through the 18th, the Star Dome, Birmingham, Alabama, right in the middle of Magic City Classic. We will be there putting on a show. Get your tickets they on sale right now right now i said retina you the sexiest dude on tv right pretty close junior i just i don't don't see nobody else bringing
2: it like that close to who well i'm sexier than you
0: (laughs) all right okay cool
2: okay cool okay that's one name somebody else junior listening on tv (laughs) name somebody (laughs) on tv you sexier than other than me anthony Mm -hmm. That's my Anthony. Dog. Who? Anthony Anderson. Anthony oh Anderson.
1: I'm more sexy than
2: Anthony. Ask, ask Anthony when you see him. Why don't you talk know. to him? Why don't you pick somebody? No, don't pick me and Anthony. Pick, pick somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what you all over here with us for? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're, like, Look, you're,
2: you're the richest person in the projects. What, what's
4: Look that, at what the that time. <laughs> Look at the time. We gotta go. Thanks, nephew. Coming up next, the Strawberry Letter. Am I in an open relationship? We'll get into it right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, guys. It's time now for the Strawberry Letter. But before we get into the letter, we got to say something about genius Aretha. Oh, it premiered last night. Cynthia mm-hmm. Erivo starred as Aretha. Yes. She's excellent, I must say. She can she sing and act. She can act. And she act. Can t- yes, yes, she can. And mm-hmm. she nailed it. She really did. I can't wait to see the upcoming... Um, uh, episodes. Courtney B. Vance, of course, played her dad, uh, Reverend Seal Franklin. So, I mean, it's I about Aretha. The ge- it's good. Yeah, it's well, really cool. good. It's eight. It, I think
0: it's eight episodes. Surely, so they're going to mm, do it I over four nights. Oh, okay. Uh, Span. So it's a multi part series, like Shirley was saying earlier. It's good, though. Mm -hmm. I watched it Mm -hmm. last night. Go sit
4: there. Favorite singer, Aretha. Yes. Remember, yeah, we were all in Paris when we found out that she had passed away. Mm -hmm. And they were celebrating her in Paris all over the world, Aretha. yeah, the queen. Mm, The queen. (laughs) So, So, yeah. All right. We'll be watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we definitely will. Genius Aretha. Um, Eight episodes hmm Yeah. Sure.
0: Eight episodes, Tommy. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: All right. So it is time now as we switch gears. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one. See it right here, right now. All
1: right. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
4: Thank you, nephew. Subject Am I in an open relationship? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 36 year old married woman and my husband just turned 40. So we, we, we went on a weekend getaway um, to Las Vegas with another married couple that we have known for years. We got to our hotel suite and we were drinking and eating and having a good time, just the four of us. The guys went down to the bar around 11 p.m. for a nightcap. I was so tipsy and tired that I decided to lie across my bed until my husband came back I woke up around 3 a.m. and my husband was not in the bed I found him asleep on the couch and a girl was lying under him almost hidden by his body I shook her first and then him they both had on their clothes but I demanded some answers he said she followed him upstairs because he wanted her to have a threesome with us But I was passed out drunk. I started screaming so loudly, I woke up the other couple. They came running out, and a woman came out of the room with them. My husband Mm. took me into our room, and he told me that they all had a sex party, and he tried to wake me up, but I was out of it. He said he enjoyed himself, but he didn't go all the way with any of the women. He said he fooled around with the other wife that came with us, and her husband didn't care because... They've always had an open marriage. Before we got married, my husband and I had a menage a trois, but that was eight years ago. Now I feel guilty since I allowed this to happen before. I don't talk to the couple we went to Vegas with anymore, but my husband is still friendly with them. Am I in an open marriage? Please help. Well, honestly, no, you're not in an open marriage. Um, I don't think you're in an open uh, relationship. I think your husband thinks he's in an open relationship. And uh, he can't say it's because of what happened eight years ago. Don't even let him try that one. Because things change, people change. And if you guys you know, haven't had any kind of sex with other people since then, I would say that that part of the marriage is over, or the relationship is over but maybe it's not with him. Obviously it's not with him. Maybe it was always in the back of his mind. He just needed the proper setting, you know, to make that happen. Um, I I don't think this was premeditated, I'll say that. Maybe the excessive alcohol is to blame, but um, either way, he and your friends have some explaining to do, they really do, because you feel betrayed, you're mad, you're upset, you feel disrespected, and by all means, if you're against open marriages and swinging and menage a trois now and all that stuff, well, you gotta let your husband know. He just can't assume, you know, just because you all go to Vegas together and uh, get drunk, you know that you could just bring a woman into the room. You you can't do that in a marriage. Uh, he should know you better than that, and that's where I fault him. I fault him, of course, for doing it. But just assuming that you'd be okay with it. Um, yeah, he should know you better than that, and uh, you, you're definitely not in an open marriage, and I think if he wants to continue being married to you, uh, he, he's got to make that clear that you're not in an open marriage, and I don't blame you for not speaking to the other couple. Um, Steve? I, I, I don't know what letter uh,
2: you read. <laughs> the question is, am I in an open relationship? The answer is your ass is in a wide-open-ass relationship. <laughs> in a, this ain't no marriage. Am I in an open relationship? No, ma'am. You in a wide-open, wide-open relationship. <laughs> Everything in here. You're 36 years. You and your husband, he turned 40. Y'all went to Vegas with another married couple that y'all have known for years. Uh, yeah, no, I'm that good. We got that hotel room. We drinking and eating, having a good time, just the four of us. The guys went down to the bar at 11 for a nightcap. Who, who leave their room at 11 in Vegas? Mm-hmm. When you leave your room, I'm Vegas man. Yeah. I've been going to Vegas, one of my favorite places. Mm-hmm. When I was running and I left my hotel room at 11, it was to partake. In the nightlife that is Vegas, cigars, drinking,
4: and... And women. Hold that thought, okay? (laughs) We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. M.I.N. An open relationship is the subject of today's Strawberry Letter. We'll get back into it
3: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, come on Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter question and subject. Am I in an open relationship?
2: Am I in an open relationship? Lady, you in a wide open relationship. <laughs> you in a, your marriage is so open it it don't even have a dough on it no more. Oh <laughs> this thing, you just you in a cave. You with a cave with a with an opening. Matter of fact, it's really just a tunnel. Because it's an opening at the back too, because you can come and go as you please. Yes, you win one. You're 40, 36, 40. Y'all went on a Vegas weekend with another married couple. Known for years. We got our hotel suite. We drinking and eating, having a good time. Just the four of us. Guys went down to the bar at 11 p.m. for a nightcap. Just the dudes went downstairs for a nightcap. Didn't y'all say y'all was upstairs drinking? Mm. Yeah. Y'all was just upstairs drinking. We going downstairs for a nightcap. Ain't said nothing about gambling, Mm-mm. which is the main attraction of Vegas. <laughs> no. They told you we were going to get a nightcap. Mm -hmm. I was so tipsy and tired that I decided to lie across my bed until my husband came back. Now, Shirley said in her response, which could be true, that you could blame the alcohol for some of this. Well, but let's really think about the power of alcohol. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to show you some things that alcohol can't do. Okay. First of all, I woke up around 3 3 a.m. and my husband was not in the bed. Alcohol can do that. You ain't in the bed at 3 o'clock. I found him asleep on the couch. Alcohol can do that. But here's what alcohol can't do. And a girl was lying under him. (laughs) (laughs) What? See, (laughs) to get the girl under you, you can't be drunk. You have to talk her into coming upstairs. Alcohol don't do that. Suave, pimp, player lines get the girl to come upstairs. And I'll go a little further than that. And was laying, almost hidden by his body. I shook her first and then him. What? I don't blame you on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't see how you got to wake her up first. But anyway, that's you. Uh, they both had their clothes on, but I demanded some answers. What? See, you're in an open marriage. You find your husband in your hotel room laying on top of a woman on a couch, and you upstairs, and you demanded some answers. What What answer are you looking for? He laying on top of a woman's sleep. Mm-hmm. What answer could he have given you to fix it? Let's see. He said... She followed him upstairs because he wanted her to have a threesome with us. You know why? Because he think y'all in an open marriage. But he talked a woman into this. She came upstairs. But but you was passed out drunk. Now, this is where the confusion starts. I started screaming so loudly that I woke up the other couple. Mm. Now, alcohol don't wake you up. Alcohol make you fall asleep but you done screamed so loud that you woke the other couple up. They came running out, and a woman came out the room with them. Mm-hmm. There's six of y'all in there now. It's six people in the same hotel suite. Where the alcohol at in this hill? My husband took me into our room and told me that they all had a sex party. What? Mm. They all had a sex party, and he tried to wake me up But I was out of it. He said he enjoyed himself. You know why he said that? Because he in an open marriage. Mm. So why else was that? We had a sex party. I would have never told that. (laughs) I would have left it and I brought her up here for this threesome. You fell asleep. I fell asleep on top of her. End of it. What am I telling you we had a sex party for? Unless I'm thinking we in an open marriage. He said he enjoyed himself, but he didn't go all the way with any of the women. What? He lied. He said he fooled around with the other wife that came with us, and her husband didn't care because they've always had an open marriage. What? (laughs) Stop blaming this on alcohol. These are conscious, consensual decisions that's made by six adults. Before we got married, my husband and I had a menage a trois. Oh, you ain't had just one. Mm. See, okay. this is what this is what she ain't telling the truth. You ain't had just one, but that was eight years ago. Now I feel guilty because I allowed this to happen before. I don't talk to the couple we went to Vegas with anymore. I guess not. But my <laughs> husband is still friendly with him. Hell yeah, he's friendly with him. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled around with the man's wife. Am I in an open relationship? Please help. Yes, you are in an open relationship, and you want me to tell you why you're in an open relationship? Because this is your reaction. Your reaction to this whole thing is to write a letter. You're in an open relationship because you're still married to him. You're in an open relationship because you bought into the whole idea, and you're now even blaming yourself for this to even happen. How did this become any of your fault if y'all had more than one menage a trois? So he thinking this just par for the course. He know what the other couple was because he didn't talk to his dude about it. That's why the four of them came together. He went downstairs because he noticed what the dude do. Yes, boy. Lady, Um, you in an open marriage all day
5: long. All
4: right. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. Coming up. At 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? Oh,
5: Shirley, listen, mm-hmm. in Swack football news, Coach Prime and the Jackson State Tigers suffered their first loss Saturday oh. to the Alabama State Hornets, 35-28. Man, you mm-hmm. saw the game, Tommy?
1: I saw you the saw game. It. Good game, good game. You know, they you
5: know? It,
1: last minute, it was a tight game, though, you know.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, that and, wasn't where uh, uh, started, man. You know, that wasn't where he yeah, started.
1: Yeah, Prime's that. Run, his running back stepped out of bounds on the run. He scored on that one, and they had to call that one back. Called it back. They in it. He 3-1, Prime in there. Yeah,
5: he's still in there, man. Well, after the game, <laughs> Alabama State trolled Coach Prime. Now, they posted a picture to Deion Sanders from his 1989 NFL draft day on the jumbo scoreboard, man. No, no. Uh, yeah. They ain't had to do that. <laughs> they ain't had to do that, man. He's just a coach, but he's not playing. He just <laughs> lost. That was it. You didn't have to do prime wow. like that. So Coach Prime said the trolling incident was childish. Now, do you guys think that's poor sportsmanship? Just it, is. Prime. Uh, yeah. Yeah. it you know. is. Yeah, it sure. is. No, a little you, pity. That was a little it was a pity. Little petty, yeah. You know, but it's prime. I mean,
2: what 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 you mad at Prime for?
5: Yeah, right. He the coach. Exactly. 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 He just the coach. He didn't play the game. He just coached the game. They lost since they first lost. I know, you know, but you know, it's prime. He's in college. So, <laughs> He's in College, college football. That's how they going
1: to do them. So this is this is Alabama State just gloating? Is that what this yeah. is? Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, it's just- yeah. What did they, they show, Junior? They put a picture of him from the 1989 draft. They put it on the scoreboard and played must be the money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's cold. You know,
5: that's wrong, man. You ain't had to that do was man the jam, like though,
0: that. Jam though, back in the day, Brian. it was must <laughs> be, must be the
5: money, Hey, <laughs> must be the money. Prime, <laughs> go ahead, man. So, uh, Jackson State's next game is at home on April third against Southern University. So, you know, all I know is Prairie View two and zero, and we ain't got but one more game. That's it. Our game April third. That's our last game. We played three games. This ain't even the full football season, Carl. <laughs> It's preview. Three games.
0: No preview like plays. a scrimmage. State on April twenty
5: fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the third game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> so done that. Yeah, we done after that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. My bad. Done. <laughs> three games. We are gonna call it a whole season. <laughs> oh, okay. That's so you... yeah. We done after that. But uh, man, hang in there, Prime. Hold your head up, man. We still love you over here. We I know we love that. you, Prime. I'm going to a game. Forget that. I'm going. I'm going to a game.
0: You want to go to the PV game?
5: Oh, girl. Ooh. Ooh, it's going to be hard to the in. Ooh. <laughs> I know.
0: We be the only two in our purple yeah, gold. everybody. we be purple goal calling,
5: making the most noise.
0: <laughs> yes, screaming <laughs> for <Yeah. the> Panthers.
5: <laughs> Look at that
0: Mississippi Monica, though. Look at that. Yeah. All at the other uh-huh. side, I feel like I don't know her, like I don't work with her. <laughs> I swear to God. (laughs) Who said hi? Monica? I know (laughs) she (laughs)
4: didn't. You don't want none of this? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Junior. (laughs) We're moving on now. Coming up at the top of the hour, Motivation Monday it is. And we'll tell you about a 78-year-old powerlifting champion right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, guys. It is Motivation Monday. And we got to tell you about Miss Nora Langdon. Ms. Laura Langdon is not your average grandma. Listen, at 78 years old, Nora is a powerlifting champion. Did you hear me? She is a powerlifting champion who hopes to inspire others that it's never too late to get healthy. She works out at the Royal Oak Gym in Detroit several times a week. Her fitness began back in 2007 when she weighed over 210 pounds. With each gym session, she got stronger and stronger. She was building her strength. She is a retired uh, realtor, so she was gradually losing her weight. Now she's ranked one of Michigan's best power lifters in her age group. She holds dozens of state, national, and world records through her competition with the American Powerlifting Federation. She says, I've beat everyone from 60 years old up to my age. I have no competition. Okay. I love her confidence, Balls. don't you? Balls. I love her confidence, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Nora has no plans to slow down. In fact, she's preparing for an upcoming competition with a gold lifting of uh, with a goal of lifting over a thousand pounds. Something that hasn't been done in her age bracket. Remember, she's seventy eight years old. She said it keeps me motivated, and that's why I go. I'm strong now. I take no medication. I'm in. good Good health, and that's where I want to stay. Congratulations Go to ahead. you, ahead, Nora, at oh, 78. Hey. Yeah. That is yes, wonderful. Yeah. So, Steve, I, I know you're into fitness. You're into that. So, ageless. so why is? Yeah, and you're ageless, right? And and why is it so important to you to be fit?
2: I mean, well, listen. I mean, the only the two most important things we have are our time and our health. Mm-hmm. If you are of either one of those, you're in a world of trouble. So I do, I made a conscious effort to start investing in my health. Mm -hmm. Just like I invest in my clothes. Yeah, You know, I'm always worried about how the outside of me look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, it's kind of crazy not to take care of the inside. And Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take a lot. It really, really doesn't. You know, people talk about, like for example, you talk about eating organic food and stuff and you go to Whole Foods and get organic food and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and then people start talking about the cost of organic foods. Well, let me ask you something. What you think costs more? Organic foods or prescription meds? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So if you are what you mm. eat,
0: mm. break it down. Man.
2: And like a doctor told me, he said, Steve, what you eat in your 40s, we would diagnose for you in your 50s. What we right. diagnose for you in your 50s, we would treat you for in your 60s and whatever we're treating you for in your 60s we will bury you for in your 70s. Ooh, oh my gosh. Lord.
4: Okay, that brings it home. Okay. A doctor
2: told me that.
4: Uh-huh. Ooh, Here not it is again. What you
2: eat in your 40s, oh, yeah. we will diagnose for you in your 50s. Uh-huh. Yeah. What we diagnose for you in your 50s, we will treat you for in your 60s. Mm-hmm. He said and whatever we're treating you for in your 60s, we will bury you for that in your 70s so I started thinking I said wait a minute man I gotta do better that doesn't mean you you have to stop eating some of the foods you love altogether but you've got to reduce the amount of it that you eat and you've got to increase the amount of food that's good for your body yeah and you can you can't look you can't turn back the hands of time but you can definitely slow the aging process with exercise stretching yoga and with the food you eat you can slow it down
3: yeah,
2: you don't forward. have to just sit there and let age come take you away that's my new initiative called ageless i'm telling you it's gonna be great i'm gonna show a lot of people what i spent money to figure out and offer it to you Way cheaper than what I paid (laughs) (laughs)
4: Appreciate (laughs) you for that. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. And Miss Nora out of Detroit at 78, power lifting. All right, so uh, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming back up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, pay close attention to this, okay? Following the announcement of his new partnerships with Adidas and Gap, several outlets were quick to crown Kanye West the richest black man in American history, stating his net worth to be 6.6 billion with a B dollars. Here's the problem. Forbes points out his net worth is closer to 1.8 billion, and that these estimates are based on "quote" the magical thinking around sales that don't yet exist. Okay, mm-hmm. for okay. him to be the richest black person in the U.S., uh, you know, they have to have all those sales and all mm-hmm. of that to make him, you know, that biggest, per- uh, the richest person. Um, actually. Uh, for the record, Vista Equities Robert F. Smith Robert is, Smith is worth six billion dollars, making him the richest Black person in the U.S. Right, no. Steve?
2: He's actually worth more than that. I, you mm-hmm. know, it's amazing how people do it. Look, Kanye's making a great deal of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's make this is not hate at all. Let me share something with you, and this is from talking with people with money. If you got eight hundred million dollars and a dude mm-hmm. got a billion dollars. There's nothing he can't buy that you can't buy. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Not you yeah. good? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And nothing. <laughs> I'll
0: take it. <laughs> nothing.
2: Please. And you really don't know his real. I, 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 it, that's an off-air conversation. Okay. But congratulations <laughs> to Kanye. I'll take the check. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you All
4: right. Thank you, Steve, for clearing that up. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after the hour. Right after this,
3: you're listening to the Steve Harvey
4: Morning Show. All hail the Queen! Academy Award nominee Cynthia Erivo stars as Aretha Franklin in Genius Aretha. National Geographic's Emmy-winning Genius Series returns, and this season is all about the Queen of Soul herself. From Academy Award-winning executive producers Brian Grazer and Ron Howard, and created by Pulitzer Prize winner Susan Laurie Parks, also starring Emmy winner Courtney B. Vance, find out how the Queen earned her crown in Genius Aretha. New episode tonight at 9, 8 central on National Geographic. In today's entertainment news, first, Carla, um, Carla's in here with today's music news. I'm so excited about this. Go ahead, Carla. All right, drum roll, please, Dave.
0: Steve Harvey. The next versus battle is set. Uh -uh. Earth, wind, and fire. (laughs) What? Look at his face. Uh Versus Uh the Isley Brothers. (laughs) Too- <laughs> oh, Easter Sunday, April 4th. What? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> Pull yourself together.
2: That's gonna you be got going going to be lying.
0: No. <laughs> Girl, versus- what? <laughs> Earth, Wind & Fire versus the Isley Brothers. April 4th, Easter Sunday. Cha are you the first this I is, about?
2: This only the second what? battle that I didn't even gave a damn about. <laughs> Gladys and Patty
0: killed it, uh-huh, crushed it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did
2: you say yes, you heard me? Earth yes. wind and fire. Yes, sir. Versus the damn Isley brothers?
0: I did. I said that. Yeah. April 4th.
2: You talking cool. about the Isley Brothers that has 23 <laughs> platinum albums?
0: The very one.
2: <laughs> you talking about one. that damn living legend himself, Ronald Isley? Yes, mm. sir. Who is a personal friend of mine? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> <who I'm talking laughs> Against the greatest <laughs> damn group ever formed? Yes, <laughs> The elements of, of
0: the universe.
2: Earth, <laughs> wind, and fire. I, I know about what? What? How do you think the battle ought to go? <laughs> Shirley, name, yeah. name name, name, a song by any of them, and I'm going to tell you what they're going to come back with. Uh,
4: let's see. Um, okay, Between the Sheets, Isley Brothers.
2: Between the mm. Sheets, uh-huh. Love's Holiday. Oh, okay.
4: okay. Footsteps All in right. the Dark footsteps in the
2: dark can't hide love
0: <laughs> Woo! okay uh,
2: make me say it again girl yeah. Come on, Shirley, let's make one. me say it again girl <laughs> reasons
4: Woo! Wow. okay uh, i mean okay. right Their there ass is battling yeah, yes that,
2: that's a battle yes. right there
4: that is pick up battle. the pace a
2: little bit what you want
4: okay groove tonight let's groove tonight earth wind and
2: fire i want to Grew,
3: grew,
2: grew. No, let's groove tonight. No, that's Earth,
4: Wind & Fire. Yes, yeah,
2: that's Earth, Wind & Fire. Oh, I thought you was talking about the Aussie Brothers. With, I want to
3: groove <laughs> with
4: <laughs> you. September, <laughs> Earth, Wind & Fire. Oh, Fight the power. Fight the power. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Coming up, it is our last break of the day on this Monday, and of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this.
3: You're listening do, to do, the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Monday, first yeah. Monday in spring, 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Junior so eloquently yep. stated earlier God, uh, this morning in his poem. Eloquently, yes.
5: Did. I don't know where y'all was at. I
0: did. <laughs> Eloquently? <laughs> yes, yes. Ring
2: a ding ding is
4: nothing <laughs> elegant about that. And businesses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the best the bestices did bother me. I, I have to admit yeah. that. It did. That's it just, did.
0: Yeah, Junior wrote a poem about spring. Yes, it. he did.
4: The first yes, uh, yes,
0: yeah, first day. It of may spring. be on social media, <laughs> Instagram. Unbelievable.
4: <laughs> and why not? <laughs> and why not? Yeah. I mean,
5: Carla, is doing me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, You're really like Alabama State. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And be- uh-huh. before we get uh-huh. out of here, guys, we have to say... Happy birthday to our colleague Steve's one of your bestest friends, your best friend Jay Anthony Brown. It's his birthday Happy today. Birthday, Happy Jay. birthday, Jay! We love, love out there now? why out there now? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Jay. Hotter than a mofo. Yeah. Happy his birthday, birthday was just a- mm-hmm. 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 all good. Yep, it was Monday. It was
0: quick mm-hmm. Monday.
4: Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Mondays anyway. Hey, you know something? In my
2: closing remarks, I want to ask a question. (laughs) Uh Because I was thinking about this. You know, I was just thinking about the the hate crimes against Asians.
0: Yeah.
2: Here is the question. And this is kind of my closing remarks, but I'm kind of opening up this as a question, too. Mm -hmm. In this country, I'm talking about the United States of America. Yeah. Why is it That people who aren't white Mm. have to always be subject to hate crimes by some whites who are white. You know, I was just thinking about that in my own way.
4: Because we live in a racist country.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but in this country, why is it? Simply because you're not white. That you have to be subjected to some form of hate, crime, racist, or bigotry by some, and I'm saying this, some whites who are white. What is it about the thought of their skin color that makes that that's a right to superiority? And I, I have to say, man, that it's a failing in these people. People who are racist based on skin color, Mm -hmm. there's a failure in them as people. See, somehow, you have to make a person feel less than you in order for you to feel like you're better than them.
4: But isn't that the very definition of racism? Your race thinking that you're superior to other races, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that's definitely a form of it. Yeah. You know, it's it's so much behind it. It's all entitlement. That's a a form of it, too. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of things that lead us to this, man. And it's really sickening because I look at the sadness and the sickness. And what Donald Trump did was he pulled the curtain back. Mm Mm-hmm and really unveiled and gave and, and got rid of this false narrative that we were going, getting better as a country. We're not. We're not getting better as a country. We're getting better and slicker at hiding it. We've gotten better and slicker at systemic racism. We've gotten better and slicker. And then now, they just can't even hide it. Now, because of the election... Now they want to make it hard as they can for black precincts to vote.
0: Yeah.
2: They are mm. openly admitting that voter suppression needs to come into play. Yeah. And we've got to get aware, folks, of what's going on. Because I have given up hope that this country is going to become non-racist. I've given that up. Mm. I thought when President Barack Obama became president, and it did prove that there are a lot of great people in this country who are not of a person of color. Mm -hmm. That it did prove. The Black Lives Matter movement proved that there are a lot of fine people in this country who are not of color. It proved that. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. and I've always
2: said that well, and that's good
4: that. yeah, all but white people aren't good all white people aren't bad
2: there we are so yeah. much more hatred than we even thought I mean I'm really not surprised but I am kind of surprised because this last turn of events with Donald Trump has really shown me especially from the Republican Party and the Senate, mm-hmm. how much they really do care about position, power, and money. Yeah. In that they, they have sacrificed everything mm-hmm. and anything to hold on to it, even if they know it's dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes, and It's, it's really it sickness, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying to us, we have got to continue as we did this last election to become a very very powerful voting block That's because right. we can stop a lot of this because they they catching hell right now that senate race in georgia that upset them oh, you, boy you don't i was on a golf course this weekend i heard some comments this weekend <laughs> i'm telling you man there's some people mad about this so we got to keep share? voting We got to keep doing I ain't got the time right now. That's going to make me mad, and that's going to require a whole whole other close of remarks. But we got God, and God got us, and that's all that's important. And no matter what, we're going to be fine. Y'all keep talking to God, everybody. Love to hear from you. Y'all have a great day today. We'll see you tomorrow.